This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts your presence is present enough and I already had too much stuff so how do you dare disobey Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. I hope everything is going well in your life. I um, Things are going pretty well for me. I uh, had a breakfast burrito for lunch and then chicken fingers for dinner. And I just have kind of a cloud in my brain and I feel beautiful. And uh, I drove past Linoleum City earlier and was just thinking... We need to get the word city back in business titles. Every business should be blank city. So if you're planning to open a business soon, keep that in mind. Um, with all that said, I'm so excited. I'm thrilled about my guest, Andrew Michon. Hello. Welcome to the show. Can I just start with something that you probably will not expect? Of course. I have bought stuff from Linoleum City. You're kidding. <laughs> was it serious? linoleum? It was flooring. I did buy flooring from Linoleum wow, City. Wow, this is amazing. Yeah. When uh, Pretty were recently, you at okay. It was like um, maybe six months ago, maybe eight months, six to eight months ago. All right. And what sort of flooring did you buy? I bought cork flooring squares okay. for my camper van. Oh, beautiful. I yeah. didn't know you owned a camper yeah. van. Yeah. It is my little secret, and uh, no, it's not. It's not fully exposed. <laughs> no, yeah, I got a camper van uh, sometime last year. Okay, for camping and surfing, and I put um, t- uh, wood floors in. And have you kind of retrofitted the whole thing? Is that no, like a, it's, oh, okay. it's pretty. It was pretty good to go. Uh, oh, okay. it's, it's like a. It's a nineteen. It's not. I mean, you don't spend a lot of money. It's not like a giant expense. It's a nineteen ninety three Euro van. So oh, I old. love a Euro van. Yeah, and so it was like it felt pretty fresh and yeah, new or. Not redone. quite fresh, but they have everything. It's already all set up. So it has a bed up top. There's a pop top with a bed up top. Okay. Then the bottom seats fold down into a bed. Right. The only thing I didn't like was the carpet. You know, it was 30 years old. Sure, it probably a, smelled a little. Yeah, it odd. was a little, you know, worse for wear. So I went to Linoleum City and I was deciding between either the linoleum rollout or some square tiles. And I got the cork square tiles. And what uh, was the deciding factor? Um, I had read some stuff about the cork that it. Um, is like sound dampening for the road oh. and insulating for heat and coolness. Oh, yeah. You're going to need that when you're going You're going to need that. So, I mean, because I've driven by Linoleum City for years. Of course. <laughs> I love Linoleum City. It's the best name for a business. It really is. All of Los Angeles. My friend was moving here and she had helped me um, pick up the cork flooring from Linoleum City. She was moving here from New York and she kept being like, she was sending me apartments that she was looking at, and she's like, this one's pretty close to the Lillium City. <laughs> like, as if that's a selling point. It's the heartbeat of the city. <laughs> yeah, like, well, that gets like a score on the website. Walkability to Linoleum <laughs> <Well>, City. <laughs> your morning trips to Linoleum City. And I got to say, they were very nice there. It's did a good it f- business. Inside of Linoleum City, did it feel like Linoleum City? It really does. I mean, there are just rows and rows of different types of linoleum, <laughs> kinds you didn't even know existed. And there's lots of activity. It's a buzz with a... <laughs> A cityscape's <laughs> amount of activity, and it really is a nice place. Okay, I that building, um, Linoleum City, and then also the condemned Sears on Santa Monica Boulevard uh-huh. are two buildings that are 
uh, kind of goals for me to get into oh, in right. the city. I mean, Linoleum is obviously open. you can go in. It is open. It's probably not like uh, trash heaps and raccoons. They will definitely treat you like they treated me, which is like, do you want to be in Linoleum City right now? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I do. And I would like some stuff. And they were like, okay. But they were cool. They let me borrow like 10 samples to take to my van to see how it looked. Oh, fantastic. They were very nice. This feels uh, much better than what you would get at like a Home Depot, oh, for yeah. example. Yeah, they were, they were good They're there. specializing in, lin- in linoleum. They got lots of options. So if you need new floors or just want to put some floors on your walls. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Right. Go to Linoleum City. And are they doing carpet? Are they doing wood floors? Or is it strictly linoleum? It's actually yeah. really messed up you to ask that. Of cr- well, that you know, listen, I'm a curious observer question. and I'm just going to pry and I'm going to poke. Wow. The fact that you think <laughs> that Linoleum City would sell carpet is disturbing. <laughs> well, look, I don't think it's disturbing because I think Linoleum City, if anyone there has half a brain, they're going to want to sell some other other flooring options. No, I don't know. I don't think so. Does Although, linoleum I mean, exist anymore? I feel like yeah, that's the big question. It does. And what I bought is technically not linoleum. Right. It is quartz. Uh, yes. So, they have different flooring options that I don't think they have regular hardwood flooring, but I could be wrong. Okay. Yeah. Now... Don't take this the wrong way, but of course you own a camper van. I feel like you live a lifestyle, kind of a breezy lifestyle, where you're going to be out camping and surfing, this sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, so basically I used to camp a lot. I grew up in Colorado, and okay. I camped a lot growing up. Actually, when we moved to Colorado, I was nine years old, and I lived in the Bay Area, and then my mom moved me and my two siblings to Colorado. And I don't think this was communicated to us, but we packed up everything, drove to Colorado, and then did not have a house and camped for three months. Wow. It was really bizarre. Were you uh, in your mom's car? No. So, we were in a... Um, my mom had bought property in the 80s in okay. r- rural Colorado. And so, in the middle of the mountains. So, we went to that property and we b- they built a teepee. Like, uh, some company came. I don't know how Whoa. this is possible. They built a teepee and we lived in the teepee, just like a circular, you know, 20 foot across teepee for three months. And it was one of the most formative periods of my life, actually. I can only imagine. Yes. I mean, what time of year was it? Summer? This is summer. So, this is like I graduated. I didn't graduate. I finished third grade. I graduated (laughs) third grade. (laughs) And then I, before the summer, before fourth grade, I moved to Colorado. And yeah, we lived in the middle of the woods. It was really interesting. You know, it was like, I look back on it and it was, I mean, I don't know how I didn't like die. It was very dangerous. Like bears would come and eat our food in the middle of the night, which was like 20 feet from our teepee. is crazy. We would wake up and our, our whole campsite would just be disheveled and there'd be bear tracks and like food would be out of their containers. And, you know, I had like, my cousin brought a four, a three-wheeler, which I don't even think they make those no, anymore. No, that's a very dangerous yeah, it's like piece a, of equipment. Yeah, it's like a trike that is a mo- that is motorized. <laughs> yes. And I remember driving it around and I just went on some big jump and then fell completely on the ground and like cracked my teeth and oh. I got Rocky Mountain fever from a tick. I've had Rocky Mountain really? fever. Yes, from a tick that what? I got in scout camp. We're probably the only two people in comedy who had Rocky Mountain fever. <laughs> Everybody else got Lyme disease. Was it brutal for you? Uh, it was really it was bad. Unbelievable. And it was unbelievable. And it was a weird thing where it would go away for a minute and then it would come back. It was this, the sickest I've ever been. Yes. It was certainly. like 103 degree temperature for like a week straight. Yes. I'm sure my mom was like, well, I'm going to lose one of yeah, my children. it felt like that. And I'm in the middle of this teepee and I'm just sleeping in like a cot and I'm just hallucinating like crazy and oh, thinking there's voices awful. around me. It was a really yeah, bad. It's like the absolute worst flu you could possibly it's, have. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Where was the tick? Um, I don't know. I think yeah. I just, I, I think just on my head or okay, something. Sure. I don't know. Do you have a specific? No, uh, I was in the head too. Okay, but yeah. I'm always just curious because I sticks think, will, you know. Yeah, I think that's where they like to hang. Oh, yeah. So I got Rocky Mountain fever. And then one really funny thing is like, you know how kids have like lemonade stands and stuff? Yes. Like, so I had a, my, my cousin and I started a lemonade stand, but this, where we lived was, I'm talking the middle of a, of a mesa. There's not houses for 40 minutes like it's a dirt road right. there's no one in any direction there's like you know there's 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 no infrastructure there's no the roads are dirt but there were a lot of mountain bikers who would bike on this road so my friend and i my sorry, my cousin and i would set up our little lemonade stand just like right on that road so there'd be these mountain bikers who were like in the middle of a 12 hour <laughs> bike ride and there's just two it's kids just the most surreal yeah, they would be like what do i even have cash like it was and we made a lot of money because every <laughs> single person who stopped is just like i haven't seen someone in 
six hours. I, I'd like to talk to you. So we we made a lot of money selling lemonade. And let me ask uh, the food situation while you were living in the TP. Where was the food coming yeah. from? What, so my you know the nearest town wasn't extremely far. It was about an hour away. Okay. So it wasn't like it was impossible to go to the store. So we would drive to you know the nearest town once a week to get supplies. Okay. We had a propane refrigerator, and we would cook um, what we referred to back then as hobo stews. Okay. That's what my family called it. Sure. Where you just make like take ground meat and a bunch of vegetables, put it in tin foil, and then like pack it, fold it up, and then throw put it in it the in fire. fire. Yeah. Right. And right. I still do that to this day. I oh, it. it's a delicious. I'm always maybe it's because when you're camping, you're hungry already, but yeah. it always tastes incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so, okay, you were there for three months, and then your mom was like. Let's well, yeah, get then we, well, we had to go to school. Oh, and so, right. You know, it was interesting to have moved to a town and I didn't know anyone because we didn't move into our rental house until the day before school started. Like, sure. So, I didn't know a single kid. It's a very small town. It was Telluride, Colorado is where I went okay. to high school and started, went to middle elementary school. And yeah, so, you know, there's 20, 20 kids in the fourth grade class. It's like not a big school and I'm the new one. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. And let me ask you, you're... What was your dad's thought on you all living in the teepee? Yeah, so he was, um, he, him, and my, my parents split up when I was very young. So he didn't like us moving in general. Right. He was against it, but my mom really wanted to move and she wanted to be out of California and her family was in Colorado. So um, I don't think he loved it. Okay. Um, I don't really remember talking to him much that sure. summer. Yeah. But. I still have a relationship and everything. It's just yes, because like, you, uh, yeah, we'll get into it, but yeah. you I recorded a podcast at as well. Oh, recently. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Where is the teepee now? So, there is, you know, what's funny is I haven't been to this property in, you know, maybe 10 years, if not longer than that. Actually, okay. I think 2008 was the last time I went. And over that summer, we built a cabin. So, my all my cousins and my grandparents and stuff, it was a really amazing time. It was like this all my family, family was there. Was just doing yeah, it up in it Colorado. Was, it was really nice. Wildlife. It, it, and we built, so they built a cabin. So, that cabin is done, but it is the, sh it is the shell of a cabin. There's not, there's no... It, electricity there's no it's not finished you know? oh, okay. and it's been unfinished for you know that was i don't know tw over 20 years ago so it's been unfinished for a long time my mom just never got around to finishing it other stuff came up right and so i hadn't been there in a long time and then um my friends comedians moshe kasher and natasha legero yes um they were going to colorado they were on like a he, Moshe has an RV and he encouraged me to get my van and stuff. He's a good friend. And so they were driving through Colorado and they were like, oh, we just need a place to park our van in Southwestern Colorado or our RV. And I was like, well, you can go to my property. And <laughs> and I hadn't been there in a With long a time. haunted cabin. Yeah, I hadn't been there in a long time. And they went and they said it was like, Everything was extremely overgrown. I like, couldn't even tell where the road was. There was there was a bear eating a deer carcass, and they got really scared. And they like turned around and left. They showed up in the middle of the night, and they like couldn't get their bearings. In the morning, there was saw like a. It was like a whole situation, and he was like, "Dude, not good to let people go there." It's like I didn't know. Well, but also not your fault. There are plenty of other options yeah, in Colorado. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, but that, so that's. I think it's not quite uh, maintained at this point. Uh, I mentioned that you you recorded a podcast oh, yeah. at your dad's wedding. You obviously co-host podcasts, but outside. Yeah, I do a podcast outside where my friend Cole Hirsch and I interview strangers on the sidewalk. Um, how long have you been doing that for? <sighs> like 30 years or something. It's been a while. <laughs> no, a year. We've watched you grow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a year. Um, so, we just set up a little card table on the sidewalk and just talk to anyone who walks by. There is no barrier to entry. Anyone's willing to sit down? Sure. And... Uh, you recorded one today. I did do one today. You mentioned something earlier. Uh, yeah. Is this something you can talk about? I think so. I think it'll probably have already come out by the time this episode airs. So, basically today, we had a great time. We're on Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. And at the end of the episode, this woman came by and she was an older woman um, wearing like a shirt that said Palm Springs. Beautiful. She had a wheelchair, but her dog was in it. <laughs> but she... Well, the dog needed it. Well, the dog didn't is the crazy thing. It was a full human-sized wheelchair that she was pushing and her dog who was one year old like a puppy was in it and i was kind of trying to get a sense of it she said that she broke her knee falling on a dog toy so okay like, the wheelchair was for her but she could walk it was confusing and then so case, she was rewarding the dog for breaking yeah right her knee. exactly she was giving him a load off <laughs> so she walks down the street and she sits down and talks with us she was amazing probably the best guest we could ever get on our show just like oh this is a woman who grew up in la and lived in tokyo for 12 years and she was just incredible guest in every way that's like the exact thing that we want the whole point of our show is like 
to talk to folks who are otherwise not on podcasts, you know? Yeah, right. I love podcasts. I listen to plenty. Totally. A lot of my friends have them and are on them, but you know, it's mostly people in entertainment yes. and, you know, actors Absolutely. and writers. And it's cool to just talk to some random woman who has, who isn't in that world. You yes. hundred percent. Yeah. So that's kind of the point of it. So anyway, she used to be a musician and, and blah, blah, blah. And she tell, and then we're like done with the interview. And then we're like, all right, we're going to pay you a dollar. We pay our guests a dollar. We're going to pay you a dollar. And then she's like, well, can I say some dirt? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, I guess. And then she tells like a 10 minute story where she basically me too's Gene Simmons from Kiss. <laughs> oh and I'm like, I'm wondering if we could air it or not. I think we can, but it's crazy. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like you can, with Gene Simmons, hey. I think we're all assuming something's been going on. Yeah. The basic story is like she was in LA. And then she um, was a musician and she was like moving to New York for some job. And a friend was like, oh, hang out with my friend, Gene. Here's his number. She goes to New York. She calls up Gene. She doesn't know who <laughs> he is. And then she, I think she knew his name was Gene Simmons, but she didn't know oh, okay, him or, sure. or his music for whatever reason. But he was famous at the time. And then she goes, it's just, he, she, she just told me this today. So she goes to, you know, meet him. He's like, oh, meet me on Madison Avenue and whatever mm -hmm. street, you know. She goes there, she's waiting, and then a limo pulls up, <laughs> and and then a guy opens a door and gets out, and he's like, hey, Michelle, and she's like, oh, Gene, Gene Simmons, and he's like, shh, no one knows what I look like without my makeup. <laughs> okay, for your prank. That's what he said. <laughs> what year was this? I think it was, I don't know, it was a long time ago. She was old. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like to think that this was 2011. Right, right, yeah. It's a few years ancient ago. Gene Simmons. Anyway, and then, so she gets in a limo. He's like, okay, let's go to my apartment. She goes to his apartment. She goes inside and, you know, she's she stands, she's like, it's really nice in there. It's beautiful. And he's like, oh, I'm going to, I'll be right back. I'm going to go. I don't know. He just goes away go for a second. put on my makeup. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, he walks away and then she's looking around the apartment and she sees all these um, picture frames that are like face down. Uh -huh. She's like, what's going on here? And so, she lifts one up and it's a photo of Cher. <laughs> and it's like a personal photo. It's like a sure. him and Cher hanging out. And she's like, that's kind of interesting. And then she lifts up another one and it's a, I don't know who, another famous musician. Why does he up. have these sound like cards I on a know. table? It's, it's like he's <laughs> hiding his family. I don't know. And then, and then, oh, the plan was they were going to get dinner. That was the plan. Okay. They were going to get dinner. She doesn't know anyone in town. She knows no one in New York. So... Then he's like, he goes, Michelle, come in here. And she's like, <laughs> okay. And then she says she walks into his bedroom and he's he's sitting on his bed fully naked. Oh, no. His tongue out. She said it was really long. I mean, this whole story. <laughs> this is... It's psychotic. So, his tongue is out and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, come on, Michelle, you know you want it. What? And she says, I just wanted to eat dinner. And he says, I'll be the appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> this cannot be true. It's, I think it's true. And then she... I mean, actually, it probably is 100% true. And then she ran out of the apartment and never saw him again. Gene Simmons. <laughs> so, that's... It's probably... That feels, you know... I mean, this that's... is obviously an allegation for legal reasons, <laughs> but Gene Simmons, I... I tend to believe the the stranger you met on Santa Monica Boulevard. I'd love to just do the podcast circuit in LA, getting the story about Gene Simmons yeah. out there. Yes, <laughs> just trying to get every podcast sued by his people. <laughs> Move on to Ace Freely and just, uh, yeah. oh, wow, that's... So, I don't know. It is an, it is an allegation. Okay. Who knows? But then I looked at his Wikipedia tonight, and he claims that he has slept with 5,000 women. Right. He's one of these men who's yeah. like, I had sex with sure. half the planet and or it's whatever. And you know, it's not the worst thing. It's not like, you know, it's, it's not the worst allegation. But, you know, it sounds like he just had no boundaries and thought that everyone wanted to sleep with him. Yes. Yeah? And, yeah. I mean, that is, is extremely weird to me, but I'm still... the biggest mystery to me is just a lot of photos face down hey, on a I, counter. I hear you. I don't you know, know what he's doing in his apartment. Well, I think he just didn't want, like, this girl to know that there were other girls in his life. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't really you know. You can't guess with Gene. <laughs> no, he's Nobody a wild guess. card. <laughs> um, well, so, yeah. That's that's the point of our show. It's a beautiful show. To I really love it. Stars. <laughs> I, <laughs> yes, this is what I like about the show. Um, oh, so, we did one at my dad's just to finish your yes, thought earlier. Yes, you were, your dad's my dad got married to a woman I had never met before. Right. And I was like, well, I don't really... And it was like, you know, a month before the wedding. Yeah, they had met her six months earlier. Mm -hmm. It was a very fast thing. And I was like, well, 
I would love to do my podcast at their wedding and I would love to not meet her until the podcast. <laughs> so I asked my dad, I was like, or actually I put it on Instagram. I just like an Instagram story. I was like, is it rude to ask my dad if I can do my podcast at his wedding? <laughs> and the consensus was it was okay. So I showed up, you know, I called my dad and I was like, hey, would it be weird if we did a podcast? And he's like, he was like, I thought oh, that'd be awesome. That'd yeah, be it great. seems like he was really into yeah. it. And then he asked his wife or his wife to be, and she was okay with it. So basically, we went to the wedding, we set up our table, and we interviewed anyone who walked by, yes. like my family, random members of her family, different business associates of my father. It was awesome. And then the ceremony happened, and then we did like another 15 minutes with him and her. And, and his I, new bride. Yeah, and bride to be, my new mom. And yeah. I, I interviewed her for the first time and met her for the first time. And it was awesome. And I, I've since hung out with her a few times, and she's great. Yeah, she uh, was, of course, at yeah. the live show yeah, in her both. wedding dress yeah, right yeah. and uh it seems like she's into it she seems she's awesome and he's so happy it's the happiest i've ever seen him and it is a really cool thing you know to be part of and and we do do weddings now yeah you're podcast. now like a wedding band <laughs> i have a wedding it's on crazy. saturday <laughs> where's the wedding it's in la okay i got a wedding in may in denver <laughs> people can book us for their weddings which is crazy that is but wild. if you think about it it's better than photos you know because it's oh interviews. it's way better i think it's it yeah it makes imagine, sense yeah you know we just talk to people on this day about their relationship to the couple we talk to the couple and yeah it's kind of an exciting memento to have of the wedding of you know? course so we do do weddings do you do you feel like you thrive on chaos or I do like chaos yeah okay. I think I'm quite good at organizing things you know and right. like being kind of I'm very logical as a person I love board games and stuff like that mm -hmm. so I think my brain works at like I don't know like you have this thing over here that you have to figure out I don't know I'm just I'm good at that yeah, kind of thing it comes across in the podcast yeah. because you it feels very smooth despite just insane thing after yeah. insane thing well happening. thank you for being so complimentary of course I, I really appreciate I, that That's it's so sweet of one you. of my favorites so yeah. Yeah. That all aside, you're on my podcast. I'm now. here now. We're indoors. We're indoors. We're it's a reasonable temperature. I uh, love the vibe in here, and it, just your voice is so soothing. I, thank you. Have you? Do you know that? Have you? I don't know. That. I that? find my voice deeply irritating. No, it's soothing. It's <laughs> well, a soothing God voice. bless everyone that believes that. But I, I mean, I ha I now have to listen to these episodes in order for for Stephen to edit and this sort of thing. And uh, we're not cutting anything, baby. This it's episode, all gold. <laughs> we're gonna go for an extra two hours tonight. Uh, but no, I, I the sound of my voice drives me crazy. It's great, you know. Even I've known you as a friend, and then I listened to just the little two minute. Um, introduction you did. Oh, sure, sure. Just for the listeners, we're recording this before any episodes of air. Right. So this, this is, is the magic of kind of Hollywood. Yeah. So I listened to your little two minute introduction and I was like, damn, man, his voice is nice. You know? <laughs> I was thinking that, you know, I was thinking, oh, this is cool. Like, I really liked it. Well, God bless. It's I mean, I hope soothing. that somebody, I hope it's a soothing tone for someone. It is. I, uh, it's, I've had a weird, um, like, Probably twice a year, I'm asked if I'm from another country, <laughs> which is very odd to me. And then some people don't hear it at all. I worked at uh, the Apple store maybe 15 years ago or something, and that was a more frequent thing. Maybe once every two weeks, someone was wondering if I was from out of the country. And I mm. have never found a, a an answer to why people think that. Did you figure out where they thought you were from? No, nobody ever okay. had a guess. <laughs> okay. even. So it's like, what country do you even think I'm coming from? <laughs> this, this fictional land you've come up for. Uh, but I, I need to speak to some sort of linguist or something mm. and just ask what the deal is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know what? The deal is smooth and good. The deal is smooth. It is. <laughs> um, the podcast is called I Said No Gifts. Yeah. Andrew. I disobeyed. You disobeyed me. You absolutely... I gave you a rule. I know. I'm just... Like you said, I thrive on chaos. Yeah, it feels like you're just an agent of I chaos. I see a rule. I'm breaking that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? And you've brought this gift. It's in this kind of shiny red paper. Yeah. Do you want me to open it? Yeah, I think that would be best. Okay. Um, I did wrap it with the intent of being opened. All right. And um, let's see how this it's goes. A, I, I will say before I even open this... Uh, when we uh, talked about you being on the podcast, about a week later, you texted me and you yeah. said, do you cook? Uh-huh. And then you, uh, you were obviously uh, thinking a lot about what you're yeah, going to get Yeah, I was trying me. to think of what the gift would be. And you uh, 
It was like a seed set or something, Yeah, right? so you ended up saying you don't cook. I don't so cook, my gift, which is deeply embarrassing. So the gift that I wanted to get was, it's basically a, a, a sprout tray. So it's a tray and you buy these, it comes with these little pouches that have seeds and everything in there. And all you do is you put water in the tray and then you put the little pouch in and then sprouts grow within like seven days. And what are you growing? Like basil, this sort of thing? No, they're like, you know, like sprouts at a restaurant. Oh, it's just literally sprouts. It's just sprouts, yeah. Oh, like alfalfa. Alf- yeah, totally. I love those sprouts. Oh, yeah. So within seven days you have sprouted, you have sprouts and then you cut them and eat them. I put them on salads and toast and I eat them all the time. And Throw it's those real, on a sandwich. Yeah, it's really nice. My brother got it for me as a gift uh, a couple years ago and I, I, I use it all the time. Uh, do you cook a lot? I do, yeah. What are, what are you cooking? I am asking this of a lot of people because I'm trying, struggling to bring this into my life. You know, I don't do it. I don't do too elaborate. I do most often, I don't eat meat and stuff, so most often I just do vegetables and like a fake meat or tofu or something. You're just stir, like, stir fry. Okay, stir fry. With rice or quinoa. Okay. That's what I cook most often you know sometimes i have bread with like different spreads and sprouts and tomatoes and avocado and stuff like that just like a breakfast thing like what did you eat for dinner Tonight, I have not eaten dinner yet. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I should say that I, I truly had dinner at 5.30. Yeah. I am... Uh, things are going crazy. I did life. eat some olives and a coconut shake that I was slamming okay. before I got here just okay. to get some energy. Interesting. Sure. Yeah. So, what did you eat for dinner last night? What is today? Today's... You know, last night I went out for dinner, so it's not a Andrew, good Andrew, do you cook at home? Look, look, I definitely cook breakfast and lunch at my place almost every day. Okay. But then for dinner, I typically go out you with go friends. You go out, or I, sure. You know, I do stand-up, so I have shows, and I'll go out to dinner with right. friends before after so i usually go okay. out for those meals well this is making me feel a little bit more normal then. yeah i don't cook every meal okay I'm not a freak i mean i don't cook a single meal so right. i am a freak <laughs> so you eat out every meal well no i only eat out for dinner well and lunch but i like i'll make protein shakes for lunch yeah what about breakfast cereal uh, like a protein bar that counts as cooking <laughs> You're opening a package. Yeah. You're putting it on a. No, I'm not putting it on a plate. That would yeah. that would be a real thing to expose about myself. Um, yeah, so I'm yeah. just eating out for dinner. Okay. Does that is that okay? I don't That's know. That's fine. It you feels know? irresponsible Whatever you need to, to do. me. Whatever you need to do, support the industry. Look, I'm supporting the restaurant. So we do have a gift here. I also texted uh, yeah. you. I think today I said I said I'm excited to give you your gift. Just checking: is your apartment zoned for livestock breeding? <laughs> yes, and I hope. I hope that this is truly it is related. I hope this is a gift certificate for a horse or something. Let me open it up. Okay, I'm opening. We're getting to a layer of tissue. We're opening, we're opening, we're opening. What is this? Oh, this is some sort of... Are these reusable bags? It's a reusable tote bag. This is incredible. But it looks like a single-use plastic bag. Yes. And what is this made out of? It's like silk or something. It feels great in your hands. So, I own that same thing and I I love it. It's an embroidered... It's like a... It's an embroidered reusable tote bag, but it looks like a single-use plastic bag. It says thank you on it in the same way that a plastic bag would. Right. And I love mine. I just think it's such a nice little bag. What are you using it for? For groceries. You know, getting groceries. going down to Trader Joe's. Yeah, or just, you. you know... Yeah, just if you need a bag for anything... I now, really like it. How do you... This is my question. How do you remember the bag? Well, I just keep it in my car, typically. Oh, And then if okay. I'm getting groceries, I will fill it with groceries. And then... And all your bars. All your bars can go yes, in Yes, exactly. I yeah. can throw some... Uh, what else am I buying? Bars. <laughs> bars <laughs> and cook, bars. Uh, ingredients for cookies. Yeah, so you know. Take it to the if store. If you ever need a reusable bag, or you know, you're going on a trip and you're going on a, I don't know, a day trip somewhere, you just need to throw some stuff in a bag. Right. It's a beautiful, elegant bag. So, are you, like, what are what else are you doing as far as uh, eliminating your use of plastic? This feels like something that you know, you're making good steps towards. I this. try, you know. Um, you know, I have a water bottle here. Right. I don't know. It's so hard to think about the world and your own footprint and yes. the inevitability of the demise of the planet. <laughs> it's quite depressing. It can be very depressing yeah. to feel both completely powerless and... Uh, also, on some level, uh, uh, to have the ability to at least change your own behavior. Right. But it's, let's go back to how much you love the gift. So. I, <laughs> <laughs> so. No, but this is something I recently, you know, I switched to metal straws. So, this Ooh. feels like I'm now doing two things. I almost got you a, a, a set of glass straws, but then uh, I went with Glass that. straws. Now, that yeah. seems... 
doubly dangerous to yeah. me. I, a metal straw, I'm already like, it's, I'm just one trip on the sidewalk yeah. away from this going through the back of my throat. Um, and a glass straw feels like you're going to bite it and it's going to break in your mouth or, I mean, I, maybe... I mean, I do bite my straws pretty hard, you know? <laughs> no, I don't. I do chew straws. You do true? Okay. But uh, of course, I'm not chewing a metal straw, so I'm probably yeah. not going to... What does a glass straw look like? Is it like a ceramic? Well, it's glass. <laughs> of course it's glass. Okay, thank you. The ones that I was gonna <laughs> the ones that I was gonna buy are like tinted glass. So they're like different shades of uh like yellow and orange and pink and okay, they're cool. I got them okay. for I got them as gifts over the holidays for like my manager and stuff. Oh sure. That's yeah. a nice little gift. Yeah. yeah. I guess I did give uh Somebody, uh, Pat Walsh, for his wedding, I gave him reusable straws. So oh. it's a good little gift. It's a good I gift. Suppose. You know, everyone needs it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, more and more places are obviously abandoning the plastic straw. Yeah. But, and I'm fine with a paper straw, but now we've shifted to the weird, and I drink a lot of iced coffee, the weird, the, like sippy cup. Oh, the sippy cup, yeah. Do you have any feelings on the sippy cup? Um, well, this, the, I brought like a little drink myself today that is kind of in a sippy cup. And do you spill on yourself? No. I I'm constantly spilling. Isn't on the myself. sippy cup to prevent the spill? Not for me. Not for you. Do I need to be like sucking it? Yeah. <laughs> what? What's, what's what the deal? You're walking down the street. What's and it's happening? It's dribbling here? down my chin. It's splashing on my t shirt. Okay. I, and you're fine with it. But yours, this doesn't look as, uh, this feel, I mean, what you have looks, let me get a closer look at this. This feels, you know, I would spill on myself. Yeah. Maybe I just don't know how to drink. Yeah, I don't know. That could be the problem. Yeah. Maybe I've depended on straws too long. That's true. And I, I'm sitting here with a plastic straw. I know. Which is unfortunate. Have you seen the hay ones? The hay? No, is it just a piece of hay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I like it. They're cool. They're really small, so they're not good for anything thick, but they're pretty cool. Um, who's using a hay straw? I've seen it at bars. Like, oh, you know, no. like, you know, like those little straws they have in the room? Right. Like, the little, straws. like, uh, red yeah, straws. Those have been, I've seen some hay ones lately. I wouldn't do a hay straw. That's I've also, uh, seen a pasta straw. Oh, I've heard about that. Uh, well, actually, I'm lying. I haven't seen it. I've seen it uh, We saw it online. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, but it makes it. perfect sense to me. It's a good idea. Okay, so you brought me this bag. Yeah. What was the general thinking about it? I just thought, you know, it was. it's a useful thing. I think it's good to give gifts that are useful. Right. I think sometimes you get a gift that is like, okay, this is nice, but... What do I do with it? It's going to be just put away. Yeah, put away. And I don't know. I feel like everyone's buying stuff at some point. Yeah. I know you don't cook a lot, but I feel like you no, have to I'm, buy groceries. I, I do mean, buy some groceries. Come on. Well, you get some soy milk in there, some oat of milk. Of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, a theme of this podcast is I'm buying just regular, regular dairy milk. milk. Okay. You're getting so dairy. Okay. Um, you know, I just thought, you know, you're going to need to use a bag. I'm going to take it up to Albertsons. Yeah. And it's, and I like having a bag that I think looks good. I don't know. There's something. Yeah. I love a good bag, yeah, and I don't feels, understand why more people don't just have bags. Yeah, it feels nice to just have a bag that you... I don't know. I like small... I like useful items that I appreciate, okay. you know? I think, like a, like this, you know, this this drink that we were talking about earlier, this little mug that I have. I just like the aesthetics of it, right. and when I just like the way something looks, I use it more often. I feel more, I don't know, attached to it emotionally, mm -hmm. and I, I like that, you know? What's in this mug? Uh, this is a... This is a different mushroom drinks. Oh. Yeah, one for my brain and okay. one for my being awake. Is it, uh, it's not moon juice, is it? No, but it's in that realm. Okay. Definitely in that realm. Does it work? I think so. And because I think so, then it works. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, <laughs> yeah. of course. Are you making it? Mm. I just heat up water and then I pour the little mushroom powder. It's an individual packet. Okay. And yeah. what is the general taste? Is it funky tasting? Is no, it... this is a hot chocolate one. So, oh, it has some okay. chocolate and some mushrooms. Oh, that sounds And it lovely. tastes pretty good. And I have some, some oat milk in there, a little bit of honey. Oh, wow. You're really treating yourself right. Yeah. And then you just have a water. Yeah. And then I just have a water, which I haven't really cracked yet. But Are these your only two uh, These are my only two possessions, bottles? yeah. Okay. <laughs> this, this, this is all I have. You're kind of just a hermit crab. This is all I've got. Moving shell to shell. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this bag. I've been carrying a bag for a while now. I let's see. Oh, where is my bag? It has a UFO on it. It's it was like a, a reusable bag. It's a reusable bag, but it's more of a, like a book bag. It's not for my groceries, sure, sure. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I wanted to find a bag with just a picture of a like a mansion on it, like a tacky <laughs> mansion. 
Im- <laughs> impossible. I eventually found one with a manor on it, like an English manor. It's quite similar. But then I bought it and everyone thought I w- it was Harry Potter merchandise. So yeah. that was immediately disposed of. Well, it's not. It's was in that a my cartoon? Closet. Is that the problem? No, it was just like an old English manor, and everyone just thought I had gone to mm. Universal and bought a Harry Potter bag. It's not great. So I had to just go in another direction. What I'm trying to say is, find a bag that looks good, feels good, and you can march around confidently. Well, I hope this bag does that for you. Uh, I think I'm going to. I mean, is this? Can I you sling this over your shoulder, or how does that? Yeah, I think you could sling it. I mean, give that a shot. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to carry it like a regular grocery Just bag. Just carry like a grocery bag. That's incredible. Yeah. I'll put it in my my purse, what's essentially my purse, and then when I get to the grocery store, I take this out and yeah. fill it with my groceries. That's the idea. Where do you do most of your grocery shopping? I go to Lassen's a lot. Lassen's, interesting. On Hillhurst. I have complicated feelings about Lassen's. Ooh, because of the gay thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's... it's, it's there is a gay person who works there and everyone's mad about it. No, I'm <laughs> that's, the, that's the gay thing that we're, we're talking about. We're trying to get rid of this guy. <laughs> He's making everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like, we're trying to shop, okay? <laughs> I can't be in a, a space with another gay person. <laughs> no, for the listeners. He's a menace. <laughs> Apparently, the owner, big high up of Lassen's, and it contributes to anti-gay causes. Yes, was like a big uh, prop eight person. And but then I read nonsense. someone who made a tweet about like how that Lassen's is independently owned and operated. Oh, like, is this Emily true? Heller tweeted something about it? Oh, I, I trust Emily. Heller. I've read she, different things, okay. and I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I like the store, right? Yeah. Well, I would like a reason to be able to shop there, so yeah. maybe I need to do some justifying. Yeah, I don't know. It is bad, though. I get that. No, but I guess it's just difficult. I mean. Being a consumer. It's hard. And then I go to the farmer's market a lot. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are there any other uh, places you like to shop that you feel morally complicated? I mean, Amazon. Amazon, That's the classic. Course. That one, I mean, it almost feels impossible to avoid. I mean, it's I don't know what to do with simply that. simply so easy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do, you know? You want something, it's there, and then it's at your house in five minutes ago. What are you going to oh, do? I thought you were I thought you were saying it's simply so easy just not to shop on. I was like, that's probably Oh, no, true. no, no. I meant it's simply so <laughs> yes, easy to shop it's there. It's truly, no, I mean... The opposite. It's right in front of me. I know. I definitely use it. Uh, I don't know what to do about it, and uh, there's not an alternative. I uh, worked for Overstock.com for a couple oh. of years, and that's not an alternative it's to not, Amazon. Not good. No, it's yeah. not a good website. Oh, yeah. So, what are you going to do when you need, for example, 48 batteries? I know. I'm not going to the store. No, you got stuff to do. Although, I go to the store all the time, but I never buy anything, and then I go home and buy it on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> terrible plus i mean my building is just rife with mail thieves oh really stealing things constantly i think i got something stolen just last week oh you're kidding what was it yeah i had some airpods delivered oh that's a high ticket item. i know and they just never showed up and then i made a claim and then they're sending me new ones they're very forgiving with that sort of thing yeah i know why didn't i just (laughs) steal like yeah i should lie two for one on anything you want <laughs> Listener tip: Say your mail was stolen and get a duplicate item delivered it's, for it's free. It's easy, you know? and it's from Amazon. So when we've already discussed this right. is a bad company, so this is a socially conscious move. Yes, this is your way to go green this year. I mean, I was thinking recently that um, online shopping has made it. Uh, I mean, it's kind of making shoplifting obsolete. Mm. And sh- there's a thrill to shoplifting. So, we need to figure out a way to do that online. Right. Like, you like, I don't know, you like add it to your cart quick enough. I don't quick know, it's like, like a thing and then you like robots quickly, quickly, yeah, you quickly push the button, like some weird way where you somehow get away with it. Yeah, that would feel nice. I like that. I mean, I feel like there's occasionally some glitch on a website where things are deeply discounted by mistake. And I guess that might be closing in on shoplifting right right i feel like i bought a lamp for like 75 percent off on target by like they had something going wrong with their website so <laughs> right. i got a lamp for like four dollars or something yeah i guess the internet does i don't know it does take away some of that Just intrigue kind of the mystery the and mystery. fun of yeah uh, as a teen or 
I mean, maybe as an adult, I'm not judging adults who shoplift. Have you ever shoplifted? You know, I never really shoplifted. Okay. I, I, I mean, I would take like, yeah, I just never did. You know, all my friends were kind of like bad and I was a skater kid. And, right. You know, I kind of was like rolled with that crowd a little bit, but we never, I never shoplifted. For some you reason, I just didn't. You never shoplifting. I just didn't. Yeah, it didn't. I did try to do a dine and dash once, but it was a failed. What attempt. happened? I was just like in college and I don't, this is so funny. I haven't thought about this in years. I was in college and my friend and I were we're just like, you know what? We're going to do a dine and dash. Like, we're just going to do it once. I just want to try it. We're going to have a nice Italian meal. I like making this just as a big goal statement. It, it was a plan. So, we're like, you know what? We're going to do it. So, we used my dorm room phone. We called the restaurant. We made a reservation. <laughs> we showed up. We were like, wore like nicer clothes than we normally wear. Like, everything about it was like, so what, are we, what are we doing? We had like a really nice expensive meal. We were all in turtlenecks and sports. Yeah, exactly. Coats. We got a bill. We put the name under like, I don't know, some fake name. I don't even, let's just say it was like, you know, Levitt, like J Thomas Levitt. Let's right. just say we said that. I don't remember what we said. And then, you know, we got the nice meal. It was amazing. It was beautiful. We, we got the check. We wrote a little thing on the check. We wrote, we are dining and dashing, but thank you for the service. Here's your tip and put $20 down. <laughs> and oh, then no. we walked out and then like, I think like two days later, we got a phone call from like the security office at my college and they were like, hey, uh, they called my dorm and they were like, hey, is Mr. Levitt there? Oh. And we're like, oh, no. And they're like, do you know Mr. Levitt? And we're like, yeah, yeah, he, he's around here. He's just not here right now. And they're like, well, there was a Mr. Levitt who made a reservation at a restaurant <laughs> from this dorm room and then forgot to pay. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, I don't know about that. They're like, yes, for the restaurant. <laughs> It's called the college and they want their money. It was deeply embarrassing. And I was like, okay, well, I'll tell Mr. Levitt when he gets back. I think the security guard like knew that it was us. So, were you, did you ever pay? Yeah. Okay. We ended up in shame going to the restaurant oh. and dropping off the money. It was quite a shameful experience. How did the restaurant, when you went back to the restaurant, how did they treat you? Not well. <laughs> Yeah, not well. They're just like you shitheads or what? Yeah, it was kind of just like, yeah, I'm sorry, we forgot. And they're like, yeah, I'm sure you did. Like, it was like one of those things where you both know the score. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> and then my friend and I just went back in shame and yeah, never tried it again. Do you remember how much you had to pay? It wasn't super expensive. It was like maybe $70. Oh, okay, so honestly, sure. pretty good tip. Yeah, that's a <laughs> solid say, tip. Like solid tip. You really loved it, that waiter's service. 30%, I yeah. mean, come on. <laughs> you were more than generous. I'm surprised they didn't uh, call in the authorities. I know. I, I, You know, we got away with it. You know, maybe that's a white privilege thing. I don't really know. But Most at the, likely. At the end of the day, you know, we learned a lesson. I don't even know why we wanted to do it. It wasn't like, I think it was just, there was like, it was a romantic ideal in yeah, our mind. Of there was something romantic. I don't know. It's just like, why not? We why need to do not? this once. Right. That's what it was, you know? And I've never, you know, as an adult, like, I feel like I don't do anything illegal. Like when I was a teenager, right. you know, I drank when I was young and I like partied and like, I just did a lot of dumb stuff. And now that I'm an adult, I'm kind of like... I don't feel like ever put myself in situations where I'm like worried about the law. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. That was maybe one of the last times. Well, I mean, it's just the stakes are much higher. Yeah, they are. I, uh, I mean, I, I would encourage anyone below the age of 18 to just shoplift, do, do it everything all. you can because yeah. <laughs> you hit that and suddenly things change. Were you a shoplifter? A little bit. What I would shoplift like there's like a, um, in Utah, there's a, chain of thrift stores called Deseret Industries Ooh, and uh, I would go there and steal t-shirts and things uh, but I would also donate so I kind of justified being like I'm just you know was it a second hand store yeah oh, okay. it's like uh, it's, oh, so you said it's owned shop. by the Mormon church and it's uh, like a whole thing as we all are uh, we're all under the <laughs> under the <laughs> under ownership the of <laughs> the Mormon church uh, but I would shoplift there I would leave high school during class and go you know put a t-shirt on and then put a t-shirt over it this oh, sort of thing yeah. and uh i knew there was a kid who went in uh got a secondhand briefcase from the store or suitcase and filled it with clothes and walked out the, up the store with the entire thing so whoa stole well, the briefcase yeah the entire thing was stolen and then i believe he stole a burger king employee shirt which he then used to uh 
find his way behind the counter at a Burger King and uh, give away a bunch of food. So this person was really operating on an interesting level. He's a chaos agent. So he was just like, people would walk up and he would just say, it's free today. Like, what what was going on? I think he probably called all of his friends in and said, hey, I'm working the Burger King counter. I like that. I have a, uh, this is an acquaintance in Portland long ago who used to go to this local grocery store called New Seasons. It was kind of the last sense of Portland. Okay. It's called Um, what? New Seasons. Oh, New Seasons. Beautiful. Yeah, it's a nice grocery store. And he would go in there every day and go to the front and go to one of the cashiers and ask for a bag and then walk around the store and fill stuff in that bag and then leave. And he did it like (laughs) every day for like a year. And then finally they were like, we've seen you doing this. You're never allowed back here. But wow. Like super mild. Very nice <laughs> way to do it. that. I know. I mean, I have, I mean, I remember a few years ago, there was some leak from like Walmart that was like their security basically telling their employees, don't bother anyone if they're stealing something under $25. It's not worth our time. Sure, sure. So, I feel like most companies are like, it's just difficult to prosecute a shoplifter yeah. under $25 or yeah. something. So, that's again another tip. Go into your local Walmart, take something under $25 and get out of there. It is self-care. It's self-care. And it's good for the planet. <laughs> yeah. They've taken enough from us. Go get your under 25 for the week <laughs> yeah. and hit the road. <laughs> under 25. Yeah, that's the rule. That's the Walmart rule. Yeah. Um, interesting. Well, shoplifting is good. We've learned that. And I want to move on to the game. Oh. What's... Do you want to play a game? I love games. I feel like I'm going to actually give you a choice here. Do you want to play a game called Gift Master or a game called Gift or a Curse? Hmm. I guess I'll do Gift or a Curse. Okay. I need a number from you between one and ten. I'm going to have to go three. You love three. Yeah. Okay. So, while uh, I have to go into my calculation cave and do some calculating, while I'm doing this, you're going to have some amount of time to promote anything you want or recommend anything you want. You can do whatever you want, but just know that you don't know how much time you have. I'll be right back. Well, hey, guys. Um, I would recommend me. My name's Andrew. I'm around. You can text me. My number is seven. And hit me up. And I'd love to hang out and do whatever. And it might be super fun. And also, I do stand-up comedy. I do shows in LA. I do shows around the country. I have a podcast called Podcast But Outside. Check that out. I like Succession. It's a good TV show. (laughs) And um, definitely cook some food if you get a chance. You know, it's pretty nice. I'm on social media, Andrew Michon, M-I-C-H-A-A-N. Difficult to spell, but once you learn it, it really improves your life. Um, You know, sometimes we look in the mirror and we don't know who we see. And then you smile and things just seem to work out. There are people I know who have podcasts where it's just them talking. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it either. <laughs> yeah. To just talk for a solid hour and a it's, half. You have to be psychotic. You have to. I mean, the value you, you place on your own thoughts yes. is out of control. I just don't understand. To it. speak, to just monologue for what's people going on it. in that brain. I don't what's know. What's even powering that? I would lose weight. I would like be <laughs> shedding weight as the podcast went on. I don't know how it happens. And uh, often things where it's not even a centered theme. It's just like, uh, here's all the thoughts for... For every week. I just don't get it. people are making a living doing that. They do. That is... It is interesting that we are at a point in the universe where people make a living talking to themselves for an hour a week. (laughs) And that (laughs) is their job. (laughs) Is that the Joe Rogan experience? Or he has a guess? He experiences other people. I don't know that I could do that. It would be an interesting experiment to just see what do I eventually start saying. Maybe that's what people like about it. It just takes the filters off. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to play the game. I'm going to give you, uh, I'm going to name three things, and you're going to tell me if they are a gift or a curse, and why. Oh, I wish I had said nine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it was going to be three things either way. Oh, okay, got it, got it. It was just to randomly pick from my list of gifts oh, or curse. Oh, okay. That's what I was calculating I got here, it, I got just it. for everyone's information. Okay. Number one, gift or a curse, upstairs neighbors. You're living in an apartment, upstairs neighbors. I would say more of a curse. Okay, why? Well, because the chances that they're going to be loud in ways that you don't like are almost 100%. And then the chances that it's they're going to be great people you want to become friends with are quite low. Right. So, where are the up, what's the upside here? 
Okay, I... Andrew, unfortunately, <laughs> you're absolutely right. <laughs> you, you nailed this one. I, uh, I don't know that there's anything about an upstairs neighbor that is worth anyone's time. I mean, there's nothing good. And there's nothing about an upstairs neighbor. I mean, nothing you can do as the upstairs neighbor to be quiet. Yeah. They're like, no matter they're walking around, that sounds like bowling balls. Yeah. If they're jumping around, it sounds like a thunderstorm. If they're bowling, it sounds like walking around. Exactly. It's <laughs> very confusing. You can't win. You're just down below them guessing <laughs> what's going on up there. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing good about an upstairs neighbor. Uh, I mean, I guess maybe you can make a friend, but it's, it's hard chances. to make a friend yeah. in any situation, let alone somebody who's keeping you up at I night. I know. I don't, I've never had a friend as an upstairs neighbor. Um, I do have, uh, I'm currently at the top level of my apartment building nice. a downstairs neighbor who has somehow uh, worse than my up uh, the, and than any really? upstairs neighbor ever could possibly. Be. What is this person doing? I think that they are using cigarettes in their fireplace. <laughs> in what way? Because our apartment <laughs> smells like cigarettes. 24 hours a day. What? There, there's two mean French Canadian people who are smoking at 7.30 in the morning. I'm trying to enjoy my breakfast bar and it's just nonstop smoke. I can't stand these two people. Yeah, me either. Um, so I guess it, the, the uh, secret is don't live in an apartment. Yeah. But if you do, what do you, I guess you probably usually would prefer a downstairs neighbor unless they are a chain smoker. Yeah. Which, and, and both of these people are, so I'm dealing with that. So, uh, curse all around. It's a and curse. It, uh, neighbors and, I mean, apartment neighbors in general, curse. It just doesn't work. It it's doesn't just work. It's tough. You're kind of in a prison with these people. Yeah. Okay. So, you've gotten one out of one so far. Perfect. Here we go. Uh, gift or a curse? The Legend of Zelda. I think a gift, personally. Why? I just love those games. I sure. play. I play all of them. Wait, wait. When you mean the Legend of Zelda, do you mean the game, The Legend of Zelda, or do you I'm mean speaking the about the lore? The lore. What if I was? That's what I'm trying to understand. The legend we all know about Princess Zelda. That's what I'm trying you... to understand. <laughs> that would be the most insane thing I ever proposed to someone. <laughs> Just assume they're not going to think about the video game. They're just going to think about the actual story of this princess being kidnapped. I don't know. I started to be too analytical here. I would I'm say glad that you actually, I mean, even yeah. began to think that. I would say it's a gift. I love those games. They're very imaginative. They're very inventive. They're all different and yet similar. And even though you're basically doing the same thing every time on a large scale, every time feels like a journey that I want to go on. And you know what? My mom, I, I got my mom into video games recently, which is crazy because she's, you know, in her 60s and she's never right. played video games before. She just beat the new Zelda on Switch. I You're got it kidding. For her. Yeah, I got it for her for Christmas and she just told me today that she That's beat it. That's incredible. It's pretty awesome. I mean, it's a beautiful video game. Yeah. It's a very comforting, uh, just pleasant experience. I, I see guess. her play and I'm like, You're good at this game. That's it's so great. Awesome. Good for mom. So it better be a blessing or a gift. Andrew. <laughs> It's an absolute gift. <laughs> two out of two. This is amazing. This is, I love The Legend of Zelda, of course. So great. I mean, every one of them. It. Yeah, I think you nailed it. It's a very comforting experience, yeah. but somehow always new and charming. It is. And, uh, you know, I'm not a, a big, uh, you know, if there's a gun in a video game or whatever, I'm not into it. So, I also think this it's sort the, of thing. the perfect level of... Um, Mm, complicated, you know, like it, it tests your brain just enough, but not enough to be frustrating. Yes. And I think there's something nice about it always being somewhat similar because you can pick it up and understand what you need to do. And yes. At least to begin, you're yeah. comfortable doing it and you might learn a new thing here or there. But yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think it's an absolute gift and, uh, I, uh, it takes up a lot of my time. That's great. So my problem with video games is sometimes I'll play a game and then, you know, I'll play a few hours or whatever and then I'll get busy with life and then I'll come back to it and I'm like, I don't know where I am. This I don't is my know problem. what to do. Exactly. I don't know what the controls are. Games need to have some like last time on. Yeah, or I agree. So, something to just give you a hint as to what the deal is. Because Zelda is so familiar, it doesn't happen with me as much. Yeah, with that. certainly. Ooh. Other video games I will definitely get into get, uh, a week will pass. I won't yeah. play it. And then I'm like, well, now it's just a lost cousin. I don't want to do that all over again. Yeah. So I'm just not playing it, it anymore. happens to me too. Legend of Zelda. It's a gift. Two out of two. So this is really the, you know, we're going to see what you can do with this. Gift or a curse? Surprise phone calls. 
it's tough, you know, because on the one hand, it is nice to hear from someone that you might care about. But on the other hand, you're busy, you got stuff going on, and ultimately it's a curse. Okay, Andrew. Unfortunately, unfortunately, you're wrong. Oh, Surprise wow. phone call is a gift. It's a gift. Absolutely. Yeah. What is there? I mean, there are so many layers for a surprise phone call. First, you can get one late at night from a family member. Yeah. There's the fear. That one yeah. sets your heart, heart racing. And then hopefully it's not a bad phone call. Hopefully it's just somebody wanting to check in. But you get to have that act, that little bit of uh, look into mortality for a second. Right. You can also have a surprise phone call from an old friend. Who doesn't love to hear from a dear friend? Yeah, you know, the more I think about it, you're right. Surprise phone call from uh, a job that you were expecting to get, and you get the job. Yeah. Another gift. Yeah. You you were doing so well here, I and know, then we come think, along to surprise phone calls, I and I think I, you overthought it. I think I overthought it. I think I got too cynical. I think yeah. the, the internet is very much like, my phone's for texting, don't call me, you know? No. I think I got too caught up right. in that realm, when in reality, I like to talk to my friends, you it's know? It's 2020, and we're moving back towards phone calls. You're right. I'm telling you, everybody's yeah. going to be talking on the phone like a teen in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, I just think I messed up. Uh, you did mess up. I already made that very clear. I just feels so bad now and i, I you know hope so and i told people earlier to call me i gave out my number while you're doing your <laughs> That's thing right. and i hope you're, that they you're sitting here begging for I surprise know, phone calls i hope they still call me but oh this oh. feels like you betrayed yourself i know you know i was on the right track earlier and then again i got i thought too hard about it and and it really tripped me up you know but you got to go with your gut. I will revise my opinion, and I, I do think it is a blessing. Okay, or thank a gift. you. I'm sorry, it's I keep a saying gift. blessing. I may have said blessing, yeah. but it is a blessing. It's a gift. It's a blessing. Everyone likes it. Actually, I'm, yeah, and I am speaking for everyone. Everyone <laughs> loves a surprise, <laughs> surprise phone, phone call. call. All right. Um, okay, so two out of three. That's yeah, I mean, you were, cl I don't think anyone has ever gotten three out of three on I this podcast. almost did. You almost did. I really thought you were going to be the first. Um, but apologies to anyone on this, who's been on this podcast that got three out of three that I've forgotten, but I'm pretty sure no one has. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's an interesting lesson is that, you know, there's always room for growth. There's always, I mean, maybe you come on again in the future and you yeah. learn to just trust your instincts. I am busy. You are I cannot come back. <laughs> I was going to see if you could come back tomorrow. I got I stuff. I have some more questions for you. I got stuff Andrew, going on. Andrew, you can't sit here and deny coming back on the podcast I tomorrow morning. I got some phone calls to answer. <laughs> some surprises. Stephen... Has anyone ever uh, made the reference, uh, I mean, that the, the podcast is recorded in front of a live Stephen audience? Ooh, I like I that. feel like we should start doing, I mean, I think every exactly right podcast should initially it's, start recorded in front of a live Stephen audience. <laughs> That's really good, and it's true. Delightful. <sighs> and it's true because, I mean, we're getting so much energy from Stephen. Yes, you guys can't hear it because he's keeping it contained. Yeah, but, Stephen's obviously a professional, but it's every one of these episodes dude. is in front of a live Stephen audience. And sometimes we're killing with steven oh, yeah, and it feels course. nice yes. <laughs> it feels nice it feels good it does <laughs> it really does um well i mean maybe we'll look forward to making that part of the uh of every episode yeah i said no gifts is recorded in front of a live steven audience <laughs> you should definitely say that <laughs> um, who knows what the future holds it's uh all up in the air when you're on i said no gifts and we're moving to the final segment. Oh, beautiful. This has been such a journey. It's been an incredible journey. It's been such a legend. It's been an absolute a legend, legend of, of Zelda. Okay. A legend of Bridger. <laughs> That's another thing about the legend of Zelda. You can uh, make your name. Uh, you yeah. get to pick your name in the game. Mm-hmm. I, I could go on and on. That's another podcast altogether. But we have to answer a question. There's This is a part of the podcast called I Said No Questions. Mm -hmm. People are writing into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. They need help picking gifts for people in their lives, as we all do. Yeah. Bosses, friends, loved ones, acquaintances, upstairs, neighbors need gifts. People you're stalking. People you're stalking. <laughs> they want to open gift. the door and find a gift. <laughs> it's true. There's nothing more comforting than to find an anonymous gift <laughs> on your porch. From your stalker. <laughs> yes. Maybe it comes flying through your bedroom window. I don't know. That's up to the stalker. We're going to answer a question here. Let me read it. 
Bridger, I asked my former boss to serve as a reference for me months ago, which she did, but then I never said thank you or sent her anything. And she has a new baby. I'm a horrible person. I need to say thank you and also make full reparations at once without spending $10,000 to hire her a private masseuse and look guilty at the same time. Olivia in Oakland. This is a lot to unpack here, Olivia. I Yeah. So... Okay, so the boss, essentially boiling this down, the boss did something nice. Yeah. She didn't do anything back. Not even so much as a thank you card. Right. So, and she's clearly got no understanding of how much a massage costs. Yeah. <laughs> this is someone who, she's been avoiding massages <laughs> her whole, whole life. life. Why would you get a massage? I can't take out a mortgage. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. God, these people around me getting massages. <laughs> I'm surrounded by this super wealthy. <laughs> Yeah. This poor Olivia in Oakland just needs to relax. She needs somebody. Head over to the Thai massage. It's going to be $50 and plus a tip. If yeah. you're Andrew, uh, if you're Andrew, you're leaving $20. Yeah. Um, okay, Olivia, you want to get your boss something nice. Uh, I, I mean, at this point, you've, you're asking a podcast for advice about what to get your boss this all happened months ago, according to you, and by my estimation, by the time you hear this, it will yeah. be your boss has forgotten you exist. I know it's tough because you can't go too like you can't get too nice of a gift because it's kind of like no. a nice gift. Six months later, is like what is your problem? Well, it's all, the boss has forgotten what's even happened. Now it's just like, are you trying to date me? Right. Or? It's like I would have preferred an email on time yeah. as opposed <laughs> yes. to this ten thousand dollar gift six months later. <laughs> it feels creepy. Thank you for the car, but yeah. uh, um, I think I mean I think at this point you just uh, ask her out to dinner. Ask the boss out to dinner and just pay for dinner. Yeah. Don't even mention that. Uh, well, no, because honestly, I got to say, that could be a curse. Oh, interesting. A dinner, a dinner with someone you don't want is a curse. Oh, that know? is a curse. But, Andrew, we've moved to another segment of the podcast. No, no, I know. But just stop trying to take it back. You're but, not going to win the game. But no, I think an ob a gift that is an obligation of hanging out with that person, if you... If it's oh, yeah, the boss, boss is going to hate that's it. It's not good. It's, oh, it's you're gotta, right. You've it's gotta, thought about this more I mean, than I'm I thinking about this baby thing, and, you know, I think when you have a baby... One piece of advice that I've heard recently from a, a recent mother was that you got to focus on yourself a little bit, right? Because your your the baby energy is sapping so, your yeah, life source. You're so focused on the baby that it might be nice to do something for yourself. A massage is a good example, massage, but that's off the table. Uh, I mean, maybe now that you have this new information <laughs> that a massage isn't going to um, destroy you financially, maybe that's what you do. But a massage is like a hundred dollars from a nice. That's place. true. So I guess like if you cheap on a massage, then your boss is going to be in some weird place. And probably getting like ringworm or something. Yeah, yeah. No, Give go your to boss the baby. ringworm. Yeah. Oh, ringworm. I had ringworm actually. You did? Where did you get it? From the when I was camping in the woods. You're kidding. <laughs> it's all full circle. You just went through a full. <laughs> your immune system was under attack. I, I got ringworm that summer. I forgot about that. Wow. Yeah. I'm I didn't. Foot. I thought you got ringworm from like uh, wrestling mats. No, it comes from dirt. You know? Dirt. Yeah. I got. You're it, just rolling around in the dirt. It was on my foot. I got rid of it and went away. But okay. Um, okay. So this gift. This I is, think. Okay. There's a new baby. So I mean, I think the. The real key is to not even reference the uh, the fact that the boss did something nice for you at this point. You just have to do something nice for the boss. Interesting. Because I think if you give them something, let's no, assume this is 20 years after. <laughs> the boss is gonna, like, what are we even talking about? But that's even weirder, though, to just be like, hey, just was thinking of you. But the Here's baby the is the excuse. The, oh, baby the baby is, is the, the in here, I think. You say, so, you just, you know, disguise it as I'm getting okay. a gift for the baby or for you because of the baby. Congratulations on the baby. Uh, here's the gift. P.S. Thanks for writing that recommendation email for me a while ago. Oh, They're there Really you nice go. of you. Yeah, it's all about the wording. Yeah. Give the baby a massage. Yeah. That seems like something you could do. Yeah, there's definitely people out there who specialize in baby, in baby massages. massages. There's, there's gotta I'm, be. It's 100%. <laughs> there's no question in my mind. There's gotta be. Olivia, I think we've uh, we've given you a decent amount of information here. Maybe just stew on that. You've yeah. obviously you like to put things off. Do Your it. boss is not going to. Uh, they're definitely not thinking about you or this reference at this point. So you do a surprise a year and a half from now. Yeah. Who cares? A gift card? I don't a know. Gift I mean, card? Don't sounds, get a I mean, What are you going to get? A, I, I don't know. We haven't answered the question. How about, I mean, uh, we also don't know anything about the boss. So I, I was, you know, there's... Send a send the boss a box of chocolates. That's good. I like that. Chocolates are good. And just like uh Yes. Thinking of you. I think a box of chocolates. It says congratulations on the baby. 
Hope you enjoy these chocolates. Thanks again for writing that thing. Yeah. yeah. I think Just let them know you didn't get the job. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. this is your last dollar. Please hire me back. Yeah, I need you. <laughs> this is a desperate uh, overture to get the job back. I'm trying to save $20,000 so I can get two massages. <laughs> a couple's massage for my boss and I. Yeah, yeah a couple's. <laughs> um, okay, well... Uh, question uh, tidily answered, and uh, Olivia, best of luck to you, and uh, I hope that you've learned your lesson. <laughs> Andrew, speaking of thank you cards... Uh, oh, so, really? Uh, recently on the podcast, I had Lauren Lapkus on, and the gift she gave me was a box of thank you cards, wow. which was psychotic. <laughs> um but she, uh, it was to give to my guests. I haven't given any of my guests. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Carl. I'm yet. So, so flattered. Uh, I'm going to give this to you now. You can read it now if you want. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I mean, it was, uh, it was a little last minute thing, but I thought okay. I should thank you. On the front, it says white power. Interesting. Yeah. But Lauren Lapkus, of course, <laughs> known racist. No, it says thank you so very much. And then it says, Andrew. Wouldn't it be funny, by the way, if this is like a magic trick and you guess everything that we've talked about? <laughs> that would be like, incredible. Sealed in an envelope. <laughs> this is a magic podcast. <laughs> Secretly a magic <laughs> Illusionist Bridger Weiniger brings <laughs> his friends and family to dazzle. It's like, I hope you had fun on the three-wheeler. I hope you got over the ring where it's just like everything we talked about. And then I slit your throat and yeah. people hear you just bleed out. Andrew. First of all, very tidy handwriting. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for not bringing me anything. It okay. means oh. a lot that you heard and respected me. Okay. Yours, Bridger. This okay, well, unfortunately, I sh maybe I should have written it after you came, but... Definitely a This is maybe awkward. a lesson learned for me, uh, but I... I I'm happy yeah. to have used it on you. I, yeah, it's almost the exact opposite of a magic trick because you incorrectly I, guessed I, what was going to happen. I made some assumptions about your behavior tonight, and I'm I'm going to take that into account. These are very nice cards. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Lauren Lapkus. And thank you, Bridger. I, you know, I will I will put this up in my house as a memento of how I don't follow orders, and sometimes I get rewarded for it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You, uh, I think that that's the theme of tonight's podcast, anyway. So yeah. whatever. Everyone, I love you. I hope you have a great day. Maybe listen to a song in your last five minutes on the drive to work. Go in with a good attitude. Talk to your boss and thank them for something they did today. Goodbye. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's engineered by Earth Angel Stephen Ray Morris. The theme song is by miracle worker Amy Mann. Uh, you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at I Said No Gifts. And if you have a question or need help getting a gift for someone in your life, email me at I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found me. And why not leave a review while you're at it? I invited you here Thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home You gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts Your presence is presence enough And I already had too much stuff So how do you dare to disobey